line at 970-242-1340. On Colorado's sports leader, the team. Welcome in, 7 o'clock. Sometimes you get a peek behind the curtain of what we're doing before the show starts. How the, how the sausage is made. Sometimes you get to see how the sausage is made. Jim Davis along with the Buckeye Boy. Sounded great. Did it? Did it sound good? It sounded really solid. Well, yeah. good. I hope so. But I needed to recut that drop in the Jim Beheim final game yesterday. Uh... Sometimes that happens. So. Has it ever happened to you? you have, I, I have to admit, it's been a long time since that happened to me. Uh, where we, where I, I've lost track of time. I've done it. I've never done that specific <laughs> thing before, but there have been times where I'm just like, dee, 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 just kind of doing whatever over here, and then you start talking. I'm like, oh, crap. It's 7 o'clock. Yeah, we're, we're doing our thing. Uh, I, I will say that. We have two diff- we have an intranet and an internet side, right? So your internet machine com- is offset from the actual in-house timing machine. So got it. Yeah. That it's about like 6 minutes I think is the difference in the clock. And it just never seems to line up. Yeah. So it happens. Caught me off guard there a little bit. Yeah. It's okay. It's the way the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. have gone for me with, with moving and everything. So. Show already to, in progress. Welcome to the show. You want to get a little snippet of yep. Jim Bayheim. He's he's done at Syracuse. You caught the sports report early. Look ben Sampson wins a men's swimming title for Colorado Mesa. We have a lot to get to. Mark Johnson will join us from uh, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Buffaloes uh, avoid the season sweep. Mm-hmm. By the Washington Huskies. No, uh, you know, they, they were certainly limited yesterday with uh, KJ Simpson out at the point guard spot because of mono. But others stepped up, including Tristan De Silva, who had a nice game yesterday for the Buffaloes. So they get UCLA, who they faced, what, a little over a week ago over at the CU Event Center, lost mm-hmm. a close game to the top seeded Bruins. And so uh, we'll have that for you today. Pre-game at 12.30, tip-off at 1 o'clock with Mark Johnson. Uh, we'll have it for you from uh, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, the Buffaloes, and the top seed UCLA. So we, we were planning on bringing you high school baseball today, tomorrow. But because of impending bad weather, they s- changed the schedule rather dramatically, which kind of blew up this is our... an understatement. It kind of blew up our schedule of being able to to get one game in for all four of the Valley teams. So uh, we will not be bringing you any of the uh, Bill Fanning Memorial Classic, unfortunately. But it does start this morning with the uh, Fruita Monument Rampart at 9 o'clock. It's a Palazio, then Palisade Prairie View at uh, 9 o'clock at Canyon View this morning. With uh, Central playing at 2.30 today against Rampart at Canyon View. Grand Junction, they play against Palmer Ridge at 11.45 this morning at Canyon View. So it... Uh, little scheduling change. I want to mm-hmm. thank Jody out of Palisade for giving me the heads up on that. I appreciate yeah. that, Jody. 
Because I'm like, ah, this is this is totally blowing up our schedule. What we we're gonna do? Their so. conference calendar looks like one of my English papers. There's just red ink all over it this morning. But uh, but the pending yeah. bad weather, so they wanted to make it just a two day tournament. Make sure everybody could get some games in, and that's the priority. And I totally get that. Understand that them playing is more important than mm-hmm. than our our silly little schedule. I, so I do have to be this guy, however. And here we go. I understand, but I'm. I'm going to go with a... Remember what it says, yeah. says but. Forget is, everything I just said. Yeah, this is me. And so this is a little bit... Of, Senior citizens, although... Well, you know, get off my lawn guy type thing. Wasn't this called the all-weather classic at one point? Long time ago it okay. was. That's just Till a question realized, I have. Till I realized that sometimes... You they just, don't really want to play in all-weather. And sometimes, well, baseball, you can't. I mean, you can. It's just not well, no, if safe. It's, if it's no, but if it's raining, cats and dogs and hamsters and poodles, mm-hmm. they play football. Or it's, or it's snowing. Well, no, but but you got to play it in, in an infield. that's a dirt infield. Come on, dude. You know, that's a base- design choice. Come on, you know baseball. Know. Jeez, that should I should I have to explain this part of it to you? I don't think so. I I understand, but I mean, it was called the all weather for <laughs> Once the longest upon a time, and they, and they did play through some. Very bad challenging. Weather. Yes, late winter, early spring weather in the the Fanning yeah. Classic. I just that's a question I had <laughs> until they realized that that probably wasn't always a realistic thing to do. Yeah, the first or second weekend in March really is all types of weather. We should probably change the name of this. I'm I'm just telling you that that was a moniker that it sounded good for a long time. Yeah. Hey, we're we're, we're playing baseball. The all weather classic, baby. We're playing until Mother Nature's like, um, uh, about I'm not, that. I'm not so sure about that. I will call your bluff. Oh, <laughs> uh, so now, this is uh, not a knock on anybody. It's no, just a question I well, had. They, well, you know, so they don't call it that anymore. Right. That's and what they I haven't mean. called it that for quite some time. I know, but that's how far I go back, Grandpa. So there we go. <laughs> so, turn down the music and cut your hair, you hippies. Get a real job. Get a real job. Get off my lawn. Don't get a liberal arts degree, yeah. okay? Go learn a trade. Do something hey, practical. Go use your hands or something. Do something practical. All right. So Mark Johnson will join us from Las Vegas coming up a little bit. 6.20 uh, in the morning, local time. I, I texted him yesterday after the game and said, hey, grats to the buffs. Mm-hmm. Call, we'll listen to some of the game yesterday. Great call as always. Now, Mark. was last night the Learfield dinner that Brian was Last at? night was the Learfield get-together. So this may still be Wednesday for Mark Johnson. See, I don't. Just, I don't, I don't think, think Mark is that. I don't think Mark's a big imbiber. Brian, that well back in the maybe you know, this by his own admission, Brian. Twenty Roth, years back ago, in the day, it would still be Wednesday. But maybe Brian last night after a Rams win, maybe channeling young Brian Roth, mm-hmm. going, "Yeah, we won Absolutely. today." Another day in Vegas. Another day. Another day he gets to be away from the Roth ruffians. And the best part for Mark is they won yesterday, right? And they were done two thirty local time. Yeah, yeah, all day. To go take in Vegas. You know, you can go to the Coke store if you want to, the Hershey store. Go sure. on the the uh, the high roller Ferris wheel deal, which is pretty awesome. Go do that. Go check out the new sphere down there, see if it's ready to go. The Formula One track. Go check out where they're going to run the uh, Formula One race. You can do all sorts of stuff that doesn't involve my sort of entertainment, <laughs> which is a penny machine and a very... Uh, frequent appearance by the cocktail waitress. I got to be honest. It's been years since I've been to Vegas. Mm-hmm. 
the last trip to Vegas was when T. Stu worked for us, and <laughs> he got in got in a little bit of a got in a little, little bit little of a situation. Situation. Yeah. yeah. Morad to kind of prevent a guy from whooping his butt. <laughs> that dude still works here too. I think if if we're thinking well, of the same guy, I'm thinking of a different situation. Oh, okay. Though. I got time to tell the story. Yeah, why not? It's a Vegas story. It, it, it ties it in. Fits. We, on occasion over the years, company's been super nice yes. to to treat us to a trip to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so one year, Trevor Stewart, that used to work with us here at the radio station, uh, Trevor, he's a lot younger than than most of us. Yeah, guy had been out of college not that a couple long. years older than me. So. Yeah, so. yeah, but that time, but that time we were early twenties. Both of us. Yeah, at, at, that, at that point in time. And so we go to Las Vegas, and and Trevor had, uh, well, been enjoying the liquid options in yeah. Las Vegas, too. Got uh, late early for Trevor. Exactly. You know I mean. And we're supposed to go see the Blue Man group. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're, we get on a bus, and it's Kenda and me. And I remember who else was so, with us. A couple other people were with early us. Early in this evening, okay, it was the four of us. You, Kenda, me, and Stewie. Right. We set off with the, it's just right there. That's where yesterday's conversation right. comes Right, yeah, and we found it, it wasn't. And we walked, and we're like... No, it's got not. Got to this place, <laughs> and we're like, uh... I don't really want to walk anymore. That's, I believe, how you guys ended up on the bus. I went with some other coworkers. Right. And so we, we get off the bus, and I can't remember where the Blue Man Group show was. I don't uh, it was down at the Venetian. Was it the Venetian? Yeah. Okay. I didn't remember. So anyway, we get off the bus, and there's one of the guys there with the pamphlets mm-hmm. doing the, yep. for the uh, gentleman shows in town. Mm-hmm. And so Stuart walks over, and he pulls these out of the guy's hand. He just like rips them out of his hand and starts passing yeah. them out. And I'm like, what are you doing? And the, and the guy was furious. The guy was ticked. Because mm-hmm. the guy gets paid for doing that. And this guy's screwing with him. And that guy looked like he was going to go light him up. Yeah. And I discovered a you know, Trevor, I go, Trevor, give me, give me those. Thank you. Thank you, Trevor. I go, Hey, I'm sorry. You know, mm-hmm. you've, you've, I'm sure you've dealt with this before. And the guy's like, yeah, just tell him to, you know, get out of here. Yeah. And so we moved along. But that began a night of uh, a lot of close scrapes like that, from what it sounded like, for one uh, T-Stew. Yeah, he had a couple, three <laughs> scrapes. Uh, he doesn't he, work here anymore, by the no. way. And so, and he's considerably more grown up now. He's matured quite a bit. Uh, he got 86th from... That blue man group showing. Yes, because he of did. His intoxication. Yes, he did. And his inability to recognize when his own phone was ringing because <laughs> he was sitting right behind me. I'm like, do you get to answer that? He's like, that's not my phone. Hello. And then he just starts. And he's just talking. Blah, 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 blah. And he gets tossed, <laughs> which at the time, our GM and his wife were the ones that were, you know, getting us these right. tickets. Mr. Trelaw and his wife. Mr. Trelaw and his wife. And. They would, you know, take us down there as a company, and they would let us go to a show. We went to a Cirque du Soleil show one year. We went to, yeah, you know, they got it. So he's getting 86 because he's just hammered. <laughs> it's not a good look no. for him. Not a good look for, for any of us. 
And then he calls me in the middle of the night, which I was a young guy in Vegas, too. So this was like four in the morning asking me if I had seen a coworker that's still here because apparently this coworker had broken his phone. I'm like, uh, you, you just called me. So how, how, is, how is I don't, your I don't think, I don't exactly. think that individual broke your phone when you're calling me on that on said phone. Yeah. I, he's like, if I see him, I'm going to tune uh, him up. You know, and if it's a guy, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. You and I think back here. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. I I don't think so. I don't I, think that he's was... like. If you see him, tell him I'm going to tune him up. I'm like, all right, fine, yeah, whatever. Okay. So I saw him at let's, breakfast. I'm like, hey. I would love to see. I would love to see that happen. I'm like, hey, Stewie's going to tune you up, and he just laughs. He's like, yeah, okay. Because that would have been that would have been a very short conversation. Yeah. With Mr. Stewart hitting yep. the ground really hard, really yeah. fast. I, something along the lines of, he's not going to have any problem falling asleep in the gutter today. Oh, damn. Yeah, I never really see the next day, and uh, he looked like death warmed over. <laughs> he was not in a good shape. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So there, there's a little Vegas story, which I don't, yeah. I don't, don't think Brian Roth has probably had anything. No. Not, not, the, not the way, though. No, but. I don't think Brian Roth has got into almost two fights yesterday <laughs> and thrown out a blue band group. Which, by the way, anybody knows Vegas, that year we stayed at MGM, and we were like, the Venetian's just right there. I know. We're just like, no, it's oh, not. It's, it's essentially in another town. What's not good about this is that years ago when we went to Las Vegas and we took Rachel to see Siegfried and Roy when she was a kid, we said we're going to walk someplace. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we'll just walk there. And it was like, it was a death march. It was worse than that. Yeah. It was worse. And it was like a thousand degrees. And that's. Got a little reminder of that in this trip. It was like, uh, remember that time? Mm-hmm. Remember that time? I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm. I don't think was I the one pushing for us to walk. I don't I think it was just like it was remember. A, I think it was kind of a group. Hey, it's I think it was just that. like, you know me. I'm not really a walker guy. Right. I was just kind of like, all right, I don't want to go alone. So <laughs> you know, like I drove down alone. I'm rooming alone. I'm gonna have to drive home alone. I'm like. <laughs> I don't Let's hang out with alone. people. I don't want to die alone. And I'm like, I'm definitely not walking down <laughs> this street alone. Because this was, there was like, you know, fencing. And they were still developing part of the area down there. Right. Like, okay. Yeah, it was a little, a little sketchy. Yeah. No street lights, that sort of thing. There was a sidewalk in name. Yeah, it was I something resembling yeah. a, a pedestrian like, thoroughfare. Eh, you know. Yeah. What's a group of four? That sounds like <laughs> like a good decision. Okay, we'll, we'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be all right. And there's dinner that night at like Margaritaville or something for me. I ended up there with Greg and a few others. Naturally, Greg, big yeah, parrothead. Well, you well, you're you're not a big one though, are you? No, no not that I've, ne- I've never heard you talk about Jimmy Buffett. Like, no. oh, I love I love Jimmy Buffett. You know the the one song's pretty fun. The restaurant's not that great. That's about no, it's my Jimmy very, Buffett knowledge. Uh the beer's pretty good. His beer, I like. I kind of like mm-hmm. the Margaritaville beer, but. Or what Land Shark, which is his yeah, I think Land so. Stop, it's it's part of his it part was, of the empire. Uh, kind of I was not very I good. thought Margaritaville's super overpriced. Uh huh. I went through a brief college experience <laughs> where I I love Jimmy Buffett. Just absolutely love Jimmy Buffett. I I mean, not the point where I was wanted to go to a bunch of shows and things like that because I was a poor college student. And then I'm kind of like, okay, I like a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of other things that I like more than this. Mm-hmm. 
And it seemed kind of, I don't know, at that point in time, trendy. Yeah. And when you're in college, what's the, thing, what's the last thing you Trends. want? You want to buck the, you don't want to be trendy. Yeah, don't want to be trendy. So I still like Jimmy Buffett's music. I just don't listen. I can't, I can't remember the last time I sat down and said, I need to listen to some Jimmy Buffett today. Like, it's, if it's I hear, been a long, it's been a long time. If I hear Margaritaville on the radio, I'll listen. I cannot name you one other Jimmy Buffett song. And Fins is a really good song. I um, choose not to search any others out. Yeah, there's there's a lot of other really Pirate Turns Forty. I mean, there's there's a lot of really good Jimmy Buffett songs. I believe it. He yeah. seems like a talented guy. Yeah, he's you know made himself quite a fortune. Made a, made a empire out of partying and tequila, <laughs> sure. like Sammy Hagar. So, you know, only I like Sammy's stuff a whole lot better. His day job, yes. Yeah, not a big margarita or tequila person. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll drink it. I'm fond of margaritas, tequilas by itself. Yeah, not my thing. It's just not so my much. Business. Yeah, little much. Give me more. Give me more of the rum. It's it's kind of like okay, we got to we got to we got to get to the show at some but, point. Like when we went to Scotland, and because you know it's known for whiskey and mm-hmm. and all that. It's like people for my birthday, everybody decided that I I really like scotch all of a sudden. And I'm like, I, it's okay, but mm-hmm. I don't really like drinking it straight that much. And right. I'm, I'm with you. Know, I like to got to have a little cola action. They're going to have something to go with it. But it's like all of a sudden I got just everybody that, that knows me, that yeah. family, whatever, buy me a bottle of scotch. I'm like, thank you, but I don't really drink that much scotch. I think I got you a bottle of whiskey. It whiskey. may have been whiskey scotch. You got, you got me, but but you were fine. But what you yeah. got was fine because that's... Yeah, it, was it wasn't not, like I didn't... You know, it wasn't... Here's a $120 bottle of scotch that you have to sip for hours. Like, here, no, you throw got, this in some Diet Coke and you're good that's, to go. See, and that's 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 the kind that I like. Yeah. And you got me... You, yep. you, you, you got me exactly what... Mm-hmm. And I thank you for that still. Absolutely. That was a perfect... That was a perfect gift because it wasn't... If you can't mix it, then to me it's... I'm probably not going to drink it yeah. if I can't mix. If I can't mix it, I'm probably not going to drink it. Because so. I'm, I'm too soft for that sort of thing uh, anymore. And you, I just I always have. I'm yeah. just I've always been soft about that kind of thing. All right, so do you like Jimmy Buffett? Here we yeah. go. There you you go. can text or call in today. Chick Fil A breakfast team phone line. Let's see. Today is nine seven zero two four two thirteen forty. International Get Over It Day. I don't know what. That like the Eagles or something? Like get over something that's yeah, just get over something that is a minor inconvenience, or or maybe something sports wise. Yeah, the just, answer to worry about it Wednesday. You just got you just got to get over it. Yeah, is there something you feel that way about today that you just got to get over? Text or call us nine seven zero two four two thirteen forty. All right, it's time for what's happening. Brought to you by our friends at ComWest. We saw Nathan in here yesterday yeah, from we did. ComWest. Your technology partner, they help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. If you need help with a new business phone system, like they did here at the radio station, cybersecurity, PC and server support, network support, they have you covered. Call them today at ComWest, 970-242-8142. Nuggets had their four-game winning streak come to an end last night, losing a ball arena in a pretty... Uh, Bad performance by the yeah, Nuggets last night. A rare, a rare uh, dud by the Nuggets last night. They lose to Chicago, one seventeen to ninety six. Nikola Jokic, eighteen points, twelve rebounds in the loss for Denver. 
Colorado Mesa University swimmer Ben Sampson has uh, given the Maverick men's team their first national swimming championship. The redshirt sophomore won the 200-yard individual medley yesterday at the D2 National Swim and Dive Championships at Indianapolis, Indiana. He won the race by close to three-quarters of a second and posting the fastest time of the event in school history. Sampson's also the top seed in three other events. He joins 2022 Women's 200 Breaststroke Champion Lily Borgenheimer as CMU's only national swimming champions. The opening round of the Pac-12 Men's Basketball Tournament was fruitful for the CU Buffaloes. The 9 seed of Buffs took down the 8 seed of Washington with a 74-68 victory. Julian Hammond had 21 points. Tristan De Silva chipped in with 18 points. And Luke O'Brien, who's played well as of late, he had a double-double scoring 13 points and 10 rebounds. Buffaloes get the top seed UCLA today. You can hear that game with Mark Johnson for a game at 12.30 on the team. Sports Network, the CSU Rams men's basketball team won their first round matchup in the Mountain West Conference Tournament. They edged Fresno State 67-65 with John Tanji leading the way for the Rams with 20 points. Isaiah Stevens had 19. Rams take on the top seed San Diego State today at 1 o'clock in Las Vegas. Plateau Valley Boys basketball team, they play in the 2A Grade 8 tonight at the Budweiser Event Center in Loveland. They tip it off at 7.30 against Ray tonight in that one. Also tonight, to the Rangeley girls basketball team plays in the 2A Grade 8. They face second-seeded Sedgwick County tonight at 7-2. Western Slope girls basketball teams took a or looked to punch their ticket tonight in the 5A state championship game. The Glenwood Springs girls pulled off the upset of top seed George Washington with their 48-41 win last week. Jordan Spires leads the Demons at 13.6 points per game as they face Windsor tonight at the Denver Coliseum. The other 5A semifinal pits Southwestern League champion Durango against Roosevelt. SWL Player of the Year Mason Rowland faces the Demons at 18 points per game. Glenwood tips off at 545 tonight at the Coliseum with Durango at 715. And it's the Bill Fanning Memorial Classic, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, they get going today at both uh, Saplesio and Canyon View. So your schedule today, Fruita Monument against Rampart at 9 o'clock this morning at Saplesio. Palisade Prairie View at 9 o'clock at Canyon View. Fruit against Lutheran at 1145 at Saplesio. Grand Junction Palmer Ridge at 1145 at Canyon View. Palisade and Lutheran at 2.30 today at Saplesio Central and Rampart at 2.30 at Canyon View. And Grand Junction Prairie View at 5.15 tonight at Saplesio. And that's a quick look at... What's happening? All right, Jim along with the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller, Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. Mark Johnson joins us from Las Vegas next on the Jim Davis Show. I'm a big sports addict. I like sports. 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 This is the Jim Davis Show on the team. 101 FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction. 102.1 FM, Delta Montrose. It's time to talk buffs with CU voice Mark Johnson on the Jim Davis Show on the team. And with us from Las Vegas, from the Pac-12 tournament, Mark Johnson. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Jim, good morning. Live to uh, play another day to the Buffaloes. Absolutely. Well, uh, my understanding was the big, uh, before we talk about the game, there was the big Learfield party last night, because Brian Roth was telling us about this. Uh, Brian, it says he's no longer that that young, wild, uh, out on the you know out on the town kind of guy when he's in Las Vegas, uh, but I said if uh, he reverted to form that that you would help get him home back to his get back to his hotel room. Uh, did, well, first, did, first I'd have to know about the party. Oh, really? I guess there was some lyric. That's what that okay. Oh, what? Whoa! Whoa! Oh, whoa! Because because yeah. oh, yeah. look, look what you stole the party. Whoa! There, yeah, I uh, I knew nothing about that, so uh, that must mean that Brian Roth is just uh, kind of a well, should we say a much more valuable component for Learfield wow. than I am, because I had no idea about that. Did, did he not say it was a Learfield? He party? said it was the Learfield Radio. Get together with yeah. an open bar. 
Yeah, we well, said that, that, that hey. Have, that might have been, uh, now he's doing the Mountain West deal. That might have been a, a CSU thing, but okay. the, uh, the Colorado uh, Learfield group did not put anything together here in, in Vegas. Okay, so, well, we don't want to. Well, listen, what, we're, you're just, see, you're, you're learning what a, just a, a, a small, unimportant piece I am in this entire thing. I just do my job, keep my head down, and, and I don't run in those same, uh, you know, high-level uh, celebrity circles that Brian does. Well, I, I beg to yeah, differ. I, I, I really beg to differ, I Mark, would, on yeah. that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I I don't I didn't want to you know stir up a hornet's nest here. That uh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, well, well, good. I've well. accepted I've accepted my place in life. I know exactly <laughs> what lane I'm supposed to be in, and, and I don't I don't look outside that lane. So uh, yeah, you know, listen, we've all known that Brian's kind of a pretty boy, and and uh, you know, kind of plays you know with the Hollywood elites, and and uh, you know, this is just another example. And I'm just I'm just a country boy. That's all I am, and I just I just do my job. Just good old country boy Mark Johnson that uh, <laughs> that thought about being a pro wrestler at one point, and yeah, you just uh, you you yeah. lived out in out in the L.A. area. You just yeah, you're just a you know totally down to earth kind of guy, Mark. When it when it comes to that, you've never rubbed uh, elbows with anybody famous, right? No, I I, I have at different times, but that's that's not where my like I said, that's not my lane. That's not I'm your not heart. Comfortable in those situations. So uh, yeah, listen. I was, I was joking with uh, with my wife yesterday. She said something about, are you going to go and do this? Are you going to go and do that? I said, babe, when I get to Las Vegas, first off, I don't like Las Vegas. Secondly, um, I'm in a room. I walk across the street to the T-Mobile arena and do the ball, and then I come back. Oh, I will say this. Uh, there was a, a wonderful booster friend of mine last night that uh, we went out and had a great steak. So uh, that, that was that was the extent of, of my night right there. And then I came back and did game practice. We got a game coming up at, at noon Pacific time today. Hey, you got you got things to do. So dare I ask, uh, what's Mark Johnson's favorite cut when it comes to a steak? You know, I'm always a fillet guy. I, I just uh, I keep it very simple. And so we went to a little place called Strip Steak in the Mandalay Bay on on Tad Boyle's. Uh, he recommended it to us. Okay, a recommendation and, from Tad. Yeah, Very it, good. It was outstanding. Uh, it was a quality piece of meat. You know, uh, there's never, you know, in my world, there's never a bad steak anyway. But, uh, but yeah, we went out and had a play last night. It was uh, outstanding. And heck, I was back. We had five thirty reservations. I was back here by seven thirty and uh, doing game prep last night. Yeah, you're when the times when when I travel to, to do stuff, you, I'm about as exciting. Like you, my life's yeah. exciting, like your life. It's you, you go to where you're yeah. gone in the game, you go back to the hotel room, you do game prep. And yeah, my steak's maybe. usually a Big Mac at that point too. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, yeah, when when you're doing small market radio, yeah, sometimes it's uh, you stop at uh, Burger King or you stop at yeah. uh, Mickey D's or whatever uh, on the way home from no, whatever I, you're doing. I, I fully understand it. My my wife's always terribly. It's, I, it, it's kind of funny on the road, you know. She's always asking people, um, "Where are you standing?" I don't know where I'm standing. Well, how do you not know where you're standing? I said, babe, the plane lands, I get off the plane, get on the bus. When the bus stops, I get off the bus and walk into whatever building we're sitting in front of. So, yeah, my my, my road trips are, are very nose to the grindstone, keep your head down, do exactly uh, what needs to get done, and go back home. So uh, I'm not I'm not much of a, a traveler. A lot like our guy Brian Roth, as we're finding out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I, maybe text Brian later, see if he got back okay from whatever yeah, that the event will. was last night. Or if, yeah, Mark, maybe if you if you yeah, if you happen to run into him or shoot him a text. Two attack. most dangerous words in radio: open bar. Yeah, always, always, <laughs> a, always a real, real danger when it's an open bar. Well, well, um, well, the other thing is, guys, too. You know, um, you know, growing up in this business, I have over the years too. I have also seen the guys that are not necessarily uh, of the ilk we're talking about. They kind of keep their head down and just take care of the job and. And uh, well, listen, there have been plenty of careers that have been ruined on road trips, <laughs> and, uh, and I've seen a lot of that over the years. The guys that are out testing, uh, shall we say, tasting the 
offerings in the local community that uh, they head on into. Uh-huh. So I've always been very, very clear of that. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, 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 you're there to do a job, nose to the grindstone, <laughs> simple as that, and don't, don't you know, stay in your lane. Perfect exactly. advice, Mark, perfect advice. Uh, before we talk about the Buffs one, though, uh, Jim Beheim now done at Syracuse. Of course, you were there and called the, the 2003 National Championship uh, game when, when they had Carmelo Anthony, of course, going to play for the Denver Nuggets. I guess just your your reaction to uh, to Jim Beheim no longer coaching Syracuse after, what, 47 years? Yeah, you know, it was interesting, Jim, that, uh, you know, just last weekend, I, I say we, not, not because I was there, but because there was there was events and I was involved in it from afar, but they just had the National Championship 20-year reunion, Mello and West Delaney and Akeem Warwick and Jerry McNamara and everybody was back in Syracuse, and they called me a while back and, and inquired about me being there, and I said, well, I can't, I've got, I've got duties here with the Buffaloes, and so... Uh, I, I taped uh, some stuff for them, some different videos, and they had a great online celebration uh, back there in Syracuse last Friday night in a game on Saturday. They won their senior day game. And so, you know, I had a little contact, a little connection, uh, communication, if you will, with Jim and, and some of the folks back there. And, and that, was, that was a lot of fun. And then yesterday, uh, the guy that replaced me, the guy was my partner at the time, Matt Park and I were, were texting back and forth. And, of course, they had their game at Lake Forest. And, and so... I get done with the game yesterday. We're in a like, like last segment, I think it was, and I just glance at my phone and I see it, of course, blowing up about the Bayhide thing. And so I, I was shocked by it. Um, I know he's been under some heat. Things have not gone over really well this season for Syracuse. But listen, when, when you look at a guy that I think he got there in, oh goodness, in forty-seven years, do the math and go back backwards. What was the nineteen seventy? I think I was eight years old or so when when he started coaching there. Uh, played there with Dave Bing, who was a Hall of Fame NBA basketball player. And, you know, the history of Syracuse, you can't talk about it in any way, shape, or form about basketball without talking about Jim Beheim. And, uh, you know, I spent those two years there. Uh, one of them was the championship season, so his, his crowning achievement in his career I had a chance to be a small part of. And The guy, you know, and, and he's a polarizing figure. If you're ever around Jim, he can, he's a really interesting guy, and I had a very good relationship with him, but he, he's an interesting guy. And things are done his way, the way he wants, exactly the way he wants, and there's no altering that whatsoever. But the one thing you cannot deny is that he won a whole lot of basketball games. And when you start talking about you know, those Mount Rushmore and sports things that we do all the time, he is going to be in consideration for that group because of the longevity, the unbelievable success, the number of Final Fours he went to, obviously winning the one championship. And uh, so... Yeah, it's, that's that's one of the great ones. That again, in recent years, we've had Roy Williams and Mike Krzyzewski and, and go on down the list of some of the great coaches we've seen retire. He's, he's in that same ilk that all of them are. Mark Johnson, voice of the cover of Buffalo, is joining us from Las Vegas today. Buffs get UCLA the top seed today here on the team, pregame at 1230 for that one. And... Uh, Look, they had to have somebody the Buffs did to fill in for, for, to fill the void of KJ Simpson. I felt so bad for yep. KJ. He, he gets mono of all things. He gets mononucleosis and he can't play in the game. But uh, Julian Boyd the third career high twenty one points, uh, a really good game from Tristan De Silva. Uh, Luke O'Brien with a double double yesterday. He's really we've talked about him how he's come on the last few uh, few weeks for the Buffaloes. All those things, all those guys coming together to play really good games to give the Buffs uh, that win against Washington and avoid a uh, a sweep by the Huskies this season over the Buffaloes. You know, how about this? Though? Here's the number for you. Uh, Julian Hammond has started three games this season for the Buffaloes in place of KJ Simpson. The Buffs are three and zero in those games. 
he really <laughs> played very, very well. And so you feel good uh, for the way he's played. I mean, a career-high 21 yesterday, as you mentioned. You know, we, we made kind of a big deal about this. It kind of struck me late in the game because there were three fantastic plays that were made. You had the three-pointer that made it 69-66, if memory serves, by Luke O'Brien, which was a hell of a shot that he made with uh, Braxton Mee and the 7-foot-2 shocker, 7-foot-1 shot blocker came charging out at him and kind of met him hand-high. How that ball got, got over the top of me, I don't know. But that thing went in. Uh, the next defensive play, you had Meek Clifford making the steal on the other end. So it's a three-point ball game, and so Washington doesn't even have a chance to you know pull within one or, or hit a three-pointer. And then you come down and Hammond gets another bucket. There's three Colorado guys right there. You've got uh, you know Luke O'Brien on the Columbine, Cherry Creek uh, produced uh, Hammond, and, uh, of course, uh, Nick Clifford went to the Vanguard School down in, in Colorado Springs. So it was just kind of cool. Those guys all made plays, big plays down the stretch for Colorado. But, yeah, that was that was a gutty win. When you think about, you know, Tristan still hobbled. In fact, he hit ankle again during that game yesterday. And, and the way guys who were very much role players on this roster this season – have in the last couple of weeks here begin to elevate their play uh, with all the injuries they've had. I think is, is really a testament not only to them but also to you know Tad's system and, and how he tries to develop guys. And so that was helpful. If you're a, if you're a Buff fan, you were proud yesterday. No doubt about it. Seventy four sixty eight win over Washington at uh, T Mobile Arena in the Pac twelve men's basketball tournament. Buffs voice Mark Johnson with us today on the Team Sports Network. And, look, it was a close game. I think Buffs were up by 14 at one point in the first half, I think eight at halftime, if memory serves me correct, correctly, Mark. and then, But it was really a, a close basketball game until Colorado went on that 7-0 run really, really late in the second half to, to, to pull away. But uh, that, was, that was a gutty win, like you referenced. It was a, a, a game you have to be really proud of the way the Buffaloes played because particularly the way they, they were able to finish that game with that 7-0 run. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like we're talking down the stretch of that game about how in these situations it's always going to come down to, you know, one or two or three plays. you just got to make a, a play. That, that's going to get deflection, uh, hitting a bucket, uh, you know, grabbing a rebound, whatever it might be in those games. And, you know, we just went through those three Colorado kids who all made those kind of plays. And, and you really could you could look at overall this ball game. There are a lot of guys that contributed. I thought Lawson Lovering yesterday was outstanding. Braxton Mia is a big, big, strong human being. And and uh, he has really been a problem for Colorado in the previous games for Washington. Banner, he's, like I said, 7'1", about 230, 240 pounds, big shot-blocking guy, and he really has put some big numbers up against Colorado. And I thought yesterday, Lawson Lovering uh, went in there and outplayed him. I mean, from a staff... Well, I remember, serves. I'm not looking at, but I think Mia had four and five, I think, or four and six, four point six rebounds, and, and lost it with nine points. I think five rebounds and a couple of block shots, and and uh, no, it, there were a lot of guys you could look to. Jalen Gavidon, I thought, came off the bench and gave Colorado some great defensive minutes on Keon Brook, who's their Kentucky transfer, kind of their big score, averaged about eighteen a game. I thought he was very good. Ethan Wright made some great plays, and so really, when you go down. The, the Roger, virtually every single guy that played yesterday gave them something if you really kind of analyze things. And so, you know, that, that's that's what you're looking for this time of year. Everyone's got to play well, especially when you've got uh, an injury bug hit like the Buffaloes have, you know, with Hadley being out and Ruffin being out and KJ being out. You've got to have everyone contribute this time of year when you get in the postseason. I bet, uh, I bet Colorado's roster did that. And you're going to have to have those contributions up and down the bench again today against the yeah. top seed UCLA. Uh, of course, 
about, you know, a little over a week ago uh, that the Buffaloes uh, hosted UCLA, the top seed in this tournament. Came so close to coming up with a big, big upset, but uh, couldn't uh, seal the deal at uh, Boulder, the 60-56 to loss. Tiger Campbell, just I've always been impressed with the way he plays with such uh, uh, control and discipline at the point guard position. He had 14 in that game last time. But uh, a, a tough matchup today for the Buffaloes. Uh, you mentioned shorthanded once again. But if they can get those kind of contributions like they did yesterday, they've got more than a, a you know a puncher's chance today against UCLA. Yeah, without question. I mean, you look at the two games kind of have played against the Bruins this season, and they played them. They played them as well as anybody in the Pac-12 did. Now they didn't win either, they win either one of those balls, but they played UCLA very thing. Thing about UCLA that sets them apart. And, and by the way, they come in shorthanded. We'll talk about that here in a moment. But they, what, what sets them apart, Jim, is a toughness. All right. When you play UCLA, they generally don't blow people out. I mean, that happens on occasion. They're a very good basketball team. They don't blow you out. What they do, they wear you out. And, and they, they're physically tough. They get up in you. They're, they're chopping at the ball all the time. Remember that game here just uh, 10 days, 12 games, days ago in Boulder? Uh, there were more plays early where the Buffs would you know get the ball or, or turn the shoot, and guys were just you know kind of coming out with a tomahawk chopping on top of the ball and just knocking it out. And so they wear you out physically, and then they wear you out mentally because, you know, we go back to what we just talked about, the way you got to make plays. they got guys that make plays. Jaime Hawkins, player of the year in the Pac-12, always makes plays. Tiger Campbell always makes plays. Gets a shot, grabs a rebound, gets a stop, whatever it might be. That's what they do. They wear you out. They just grind you to death out there. And, and that's what makes them so tough. And so Colorado is going to have to match that intensity uh, today when they play. But... They, they don't have Jalen Clark, and that's a big, big loss. And for your listeners, I might not follow that closely. He was the defensive player of the year in the Pac-12. He's a very disruptive guy, always jumping, passing lanes. He's got great length. He's poking basketballs away. Uh, great on-ball defender, great help side defender. And then on top of it, he averaged about 13, 14 points a game. So they've lost a key component uh, in their team as well. So uh, I'm really kind of fascinated by this game today. I think, think Colorado is playing tough basketball right now, which is what you have to play in the month of March. Catch the call today with Mark Johnson and Scott Wilkie from T-Mobile Arena. Pre-game at 12.30, 1 o'clock tip-off, Pac-12 tournament. The top seed, UCLA, taking on the Colorado Buffaloes. And we'll have it right here on the Team Sports Network. Mark, I appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for coming on bright and early uh, with us from Las Vegas. And, and uh, go Buffs today. All right, man. I appreciate it. We're looking forward to it. All right, take care, Mark. Always appreciate it. Thank you. Mark Johnson, Voice of the Buffaloes, joining us on the program this morning from Las Vegas. All right, 741. Jim along with the, the Buckeye boy. And, and Mark's right about that. When you when you travel, like we, we talked with Wyatt Thompson about this one time mm-hmm. when Wyatt was doing CSU and they'd fly out to Hawaii. And this was years and years and years ago. And I said, well, that's got to be great. You know, you go to Hawaii and you get, you know, get a chance to, you know, experience what you know what's like to be in the islands and he goes not really because you go there you, you go to your hotel you you do a little more game prep you might mm-hmm. work in one thing you go to a restaurant or do something you go call the game and then next day usually you fly out or you fly out that night after the game yeah. you know and it de- kind of depends on what sport you cover but like you know we talked to Connor Begahee how many times is he in Boston at morning skate Tampa at morning skate, right? Or with the team at a practice, whatever team it is, a shoot around for a basketball team or a walkthrough for a football team. You don't really, when you travel with the team, you're kind of with the team. Right. I feel like when you traveled with Colorado Mesa yeah. at times, that you're, you travel with the team, you're with them. Where they go, you go. Some, right. Sometimes you might go with somebody that's at a, 
an administrator, mm-hmm. you know, sports information or assistant might athletic ride director with them or something. But. Yeah, you might you might they might get a rental car and you might go someplace. But typically you you are with the team pretty much the whole time. It's not like it's a a sightseeing. <laughs> yeah. And you usually don't stick around multiple nights, you know. Usually after the game, you're on the plane, on the bus, headed back. And you're turning around going back home. All right, 743, it's time for sound check. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I've started to take whether or not I like Draymond Green on a case-by-case basis. I agree. Sometimes he's an idiot who I just don't want to hear any more of. And sometimes he just makes me laugh somewhat uncontrollably. And he did that this week because Memphis is coming to town tonight. And Dylan Brooks was caught up by uh, ESPN saying some things about the Warriors and Draymond. And I won't tell you what those is because Draymond took to his own podcast to rebut each and everything Dylan Brooks said. This idiot said, I don't know what Draymond does out there. He said, I don't like Draymond at all. You don't know me. I just don't like Golden State. I quite frankly wouldn't like a team that beats me all the time either. I don't like anything to do with them. Quite frankly, you you were a little kid in high school watching us win championships. Should be happy that you even witnessed that. Or maybe college, but you get the point. You're a fan. Draymond talks a lot. You talk a lot now, so if you have four rings... Sure, you talk a lot more. For All-Stars, you probably talk a bit more. Defensive Player of the Year, you for damn sure would talk more. Two Olympic gold medals, definitely would be talking. Gets away with a lot, too. What exactly do I get away with? I have 15 texts, one less than your dumb ass. <laughs> it goes on and on and on. And on and on. But it's that's hilarious. Pretty, that's pretty good. Let's, let's do some fact-checking yep. here. And that is one thing I do appreciate about Draymond Green. You don't ever have to wonder what's going through his head. No, he will make it quite clear to you yep. what's uh, going on up there. He's not going to be, it was taken out of context, I was misquoted, this is a print article, the context, the tone. Nope. Draymond's like, you know what? I have a podcast. Here you go. Here's, Here's exactly what I want to say. Feel free to quote everything I say because yeah. this is ex- that's exactly what I'm saying. Yep. Will not be out of context. All right, 745. We'll take a break, and uh, the Bill Fanning Memorial Tournament starts today. We'll talk with Central Coach Chuck Yost next on the Jim Davis Show. Yeah, I think they're like the best on the radio. At least at the pro level, the best of the best. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Talking Central Warrior Sports on the Jim Davis Show. And Warrior Baseball Coach Chuck Yost brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance for a free comparison. Call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. The Central Warriors start their baseball season today at the Bill Fanning Memorial Classic. Chuck Yost with us. Good morning, Chuck. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing fine. you got to love it. This is the, the time of the year that I think, uh, your players and you and your, your staff have been looking forward to getting getting the season underway with the uh, the Fanning Classic. Yeah, get a chance to get back on the field and actually play, and hopefully have good weather. Seems like we're gonna have some pretty good weather today, which is encouraging. So yeah, we're excited to get back on the field. And I think you know, encouraging too, in that you went eleven and twelve last year, but you won five of your last seven with the, with a fairly young ball club. And so I think that has to uh, be encouraging for you and, and your coaching staff, Chuck, that uh, this young team finished uh, on a, on a strong note last year. 
yeah, so we definitely, uh, we're, we're still kind of varsity inexperienced, but, uh, you know, we got some kids that are, are working hard, and hopefully uh, we're going to be ready to go. Chuck Yost, head coach of the Central Warriors baseball team with us, and you look at uh, you know some of the players that you lost from last year, and uh, you know, I think you know when you when it comes to seniors that uh, Luke Brown was a guy that uh, delivered for you to the plate last year, also uh, ate up some innings on the mound. Joe Vigil uh, on the mound for you uh, had a had a strong season as well. A couple of uh, guys you have to replace uh, as far as your pitching rotation uh, here in twenty twenty three. Yeah, so um, yeah, we lost quite a bit of mound time with Joey and, and Luke, but. Uh, um, Javen Martinez coming back, who was a second team all conference kid on the mound, and Ryland Nostrand. Um, and then we're going to look for like some younger guys, Caden Guerrero, and, and some of those guys step up on the mound as well. I think Ryland has potential, maybe being one of the best pitchers in the Southwestern League. I know this, this past basketball season he decided to, to, to set it out and, and, and focus on, on the baseball season. What have you seen in, her, in him, Chuck, in terms of his offseason work and, and getting ready for this season? So he's gotten stronger, and uh, yeah, he's he's developed a little bit, um, uh, and you know, command of his pitches and things like that. So he's he's put in the time and the work to to definitely improve and get better. You know, going back to the the offensive side of things for your ball club uh, last year, uh, Nate Bailey for you, uh, he hit four twenty nine, played in twenty games for you last year. There's some certainly some promise there in terms of what he delivered at times. Lewis Kuntz last year hit 372. He had 20 RBIs, and so there are uh, there are guys, including Ryland Ostrand, who had a good year at the, at the plate, hitting 320 last year in, in 23 games. He had 16 RBIs. Uh, there's a, a lot of good bats up and down your lineup. You lose a kid like said Luke Brown that hit 431 for you last year. He had uh, 28 hits on the season. One of your uh, you know, strong offensive performance from last year, but Kyle Bambino had a really good year for you last year, uh, hitting three eighty five. Lots of good guys at the plate coming back for the Warriors this season. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to kind of find the right combination at the plate, but we've definitely got some guys coming back that can swing the bat a little bit. Uh, you know, Luke was our big RBI guy that we counted on, so somebody's gonna have to step up and fill that role. But uh, um, yeah, we're just gonna have to keep playing with the lineup and, and find the right combination. I think. Who's maybe a, a young player, freshman, sophomore that you've seen develop during uh, this uh, this summer? Maybe playing some summer ball, or or just uh, you know just what you've seen in your your practices leading up to the season. They could end up making some some contributions on the, at the varsity level this year. Um, we've got three three or four kids I think that could do some stuff for us. We've got uh, Gavin Metley, uh, Jackson Collins, um, Trevor Zeke, and uh, Ethan Yokomizu are our, our four kids that I think could. Could potentially help us out this year. Chuck Yost, coach of the Central Warriors baseball team, joining us. Uh, Central, along with the three other Valley teams, open up the Bill Fanning Memorial Classic today at Saplesio and also at Canyon View. And uh, Chuck, you uh, you get Rampart today at two thirty at Canyon View. What's uh, the scouting report on Rampart? Oh, I, I uh, I'm sure they're going to be just like every year. They're they're pretty solid up through the lineup. Uh, I don't know how much time they've gotten outside early with weather over there on, on the front range. But uh, we just got to put the ball in play and, and make quality pitches and, and put a little pressure on them and go from there. But I'm, I'm sure they're going to be a, a good team and, uh, you know, just kind of a lot like us, just got to do the little things right to win games. Chuck Yowes, coach of the Central Warriors baseball team with us today on the Team Sports Network. And, you know, of course, uh, down the road, you're getting to Southwestern League play. And uh, just your thoughts about the league again this year, Fruit of Monument has uh, just always been that, that that team to beat when it comes to Southwestern League baseball. 
Landon McKee, or like me, Landon Wareham, excuse me. Montrose uh, Redhawks are always uh, in that in that mix as well. I know you hope that your young crew can can maybe put some things together and, and maybe make a, a run for a league title this year, at least get to the postseason. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the goal is to play all these non-league games to get ready for the league play and hopefully playing your best baseball towards the end of the year to give yourself a chance. Um, and that's kind of what we're, we're hoping for. So um, just kind of got to let it play out and see. And I, I think, you know, uh, it's going to be tough this year. I don't know if, if Fruit is the clear-cut leader for this this year or not with some of the talent that Junction has on the mound and, and Montrose, again, all the scrappy. So it's it's going to be fun to watch down the stretch here as we as we get going. One final thing, Chuck. We had Palisade baseball coach Nate Porter on, and in two seasons they're going to join the Southwestern League. So uh, the East End of the Valley rivalry with you and Palisade could get uh, could get pretty spicy, could get really fun once they join the league. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know that. So, yeah, that's that's pretty – pretty exciting to hear so um i did not know that they were joining our league so yeah that'll be fun to have them in and like you said the rivalry on on the side of the valley so yeah well we'll see what happens in a couple of seasons when nate porter like i said told us that they plan on being part of the league coming up in two seasons so uh, it should be a lot of fun to add palisade into the southwestern league mix hey chuck i appreciate it we'll be talking to you more as the season goes along best of luck today against rampart and opening up the season on the fanning memorial classic we always appreciate the time all right, thanks. Always a pleasure. All right, take care. Chuck Yost, coach of the Central Warriors baseball team, telling Chuck something he didn't know today. Breaking news. <laughs> in a couple of years, Palisade's going to be in the Southwestern League. All right, we'll take a break, and we'll come back with more on the Jim Davis Show.